Welcome to the Ether. Today is Wednesday, December 21st, 2022. Today on the Ether, Cosmos Joe hosts the Window Juno Swap Liquidity Migration AMA. Huge Juno news. It's huge. Let's take a listen. Hey, everybody. I was told to wait a minute or two to start, but if you're waiting to hear more about the announcement that Raw DAO and Wind will be working together to migrate liquidity from Juno Swap to the upcoming brand new Windex. You're in the right place. I did give Wind uh, the co-hosting spot here, and just let me know if you guys can hear because sometimes I do have trouble with my audio, as you all know. Yeah, your audio sounds fine. Cool. Okay. Yeah. So it's, it's very hit or miss. Either it sounds great or I completely get kicked out of the, uh, the space. So that's good that it sounds, it sounds normal today. I think there might be a little bit of feedback, like, uh, like an echo when I, when I speak, I think I might be hearing it back from you or some, some other place. I'll just make sure when I'm not talking, my mic is off and that should, uh, that should work. Great. And for people who are just jumping into this space, just to see what it's all about, there are two proposals on uh, RawDAO. It's uh, RawDAO.zone, and it's a uh, proposal uh, 18, which is part one, and then 19, which is part two. So hopefully we'll get into that with some uh, just some clarifying questions. But in general, the props are pretty easy to, uh, to follow, which is really nice. And the other thing that's really nice is that... Uh, this is going to be a uh, hopefully seamless because the teams are working together on this and um, the, the raw token and the wind token, those situations are addressed in the props as well. Is there anyone else you need me to invite? Is Juno swap. I invited the Juno swap account. Um, yeah, I don't know if uh, I'm, I'm here for, I'm here for Juno swap. Uh, I, Perfect. Okay. I, I prefer to speak for my account than the like brand one. Um, I think we're also waiting on Ethan. Is that is that right? Uh, yeah. He he. Ethan is on his way. He's running a little bit late, but uh, he'll be here. Sweet. Cool. Yeah, and um, I got to talk to Ethan for the first time a couple of weeks ago, and I didn't really know that much about Window. All I knew was that I was eligible for the airdrop. I got the airdrop. I staked it. And uh, didn't really look too much into the into the project, and he was able to lay out a pretty nice vision for me on the uh, on the YouTube conversation that we had. It was pretty cool to hear an actual long long term plan um, just for building out DeFi on Juno, which anyone that's a stakeholder should be happy to hear. And the fact that you know what what he as he explained it to me, you know. There are a handful 
of DeFi functions that have been proven so far on Ethereum. And that's basically the model, right? You want DEX, Lending, Oracle. Um, he laid out five or six different categories of DeFi for me. And Windex looks like it'll be the first one that's, uh, that's deployed. And just so everyone knows, this is getting recorded. And I see TerraSpaces is here. It'll also be, uh, this will also be put to a podcast format on TerraSpaces. So that's really nice because it'll, it'll be here forever, even when you don't have Twitter anymore. And uh, Ben, if you want, you want, I mean, maybe you could talk about what went into this yeah, sure. as we're waiting Happy for day. Ethan and just how this I, came I, together. Yeah. I was just going to say, Ethan's actually here, a real interchain. He's a speaker. Yeah. Oh, I didn't the, see that. The okay, good news is cool. once we get off Twitter, um, Ethan can get his actual name account. So that would be a nice change of pace. Yeah, I didn't want to be pumping myself. So I just got this. It took me uh, two years of pushing to really get me on Twitter at all. Now it seems Twitter's dying. So uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. I killed it. Cool. So, yeah, I don't know if you guys, one of you guys wants to start with like how this all came about or if you want to jump right into the props and then we can go backwards. It's up to you guys how you want to start. Yeah, I'm, I'm happy to kind of like set the stage from, from the RawDAO perspective, at least from my perspective on RawDAO, because obviously I don't speak on behalf of the entire community. Um, yeah, I mean, I think everyone knows that like right now is a tough time in crypto. Um, I think that's abundantly clear. Um, and I think, you know, there's been a lot in Cosmos. We've seen a lot of fighting. We've seen a lot of, a lot of like, you know, communities kind of being torn apart with different proposals and all this stuff. And, you know, I, I think our, our team, our team has always been incredibly small, incredibly lean. In fact, we were, <laughs> we've been two devs pretty much the entire time. Uh, we've been running JunoSwap. There's a little bit of a change in, in characters there. We were up to three for maybe a month and then ended up getting our funding cut back down to two. Um, and it's been extremely fun. And Ju- Juno, I love Juno. Building Juno Swap has been incredible. The community is amazing. I just think, you know, I think time and time again, we've just not been able to deliver like what the community wanted. I think our, you know, end of the day, like we were pretty, you know, I think us two were pretty burnt out running the team by ourselves, And, you know, uh, we're kind of looking at our options and just, you know, wins, you know, they kind of just came into conversation with the wind at just the perfect time. Um, you know, I think their team is, is amazing. I think, you know, I, I, you can't look for a team with more experience in Cosm Wasm. They, they pretty much built it. Um, and, uh, yeah, really excited to, to, to talk about like, what we're doing here today. And just to be clear, I mean, this is something I just found out recently. It's called Juno Swap, but your team, you and your team, you're not, you're not part of core one. Or the or the Juno team, you just that just happens to be the name of the uh, of the decks. Is that right? Um, yeah. So there 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 was quite. I mean, the, the name Juno Swap was actually proposed by the core team of Juno, um, or a member of the core team of Juno. Obviously, they're not. You know, they don't. You know, they're all different people with different perspectives and different. You know, maybe not acting. You know, depending on when they are with their acting behalf of Core One or in a personal capacity. But yeah, we've been supported. We were supported by Core One at the beginning. Um, but I'm personally not part of Core One, um, and we, you know, I think from the from the beginning, the idea was that Juno Swap is separate from Core One and not, you know, you know, specifically supported 
Um, by Juno, and that, that's kind of why we ended up launching Raw, because we needed, we needed some way to monetize. We needed to monetize the platform. We needed a way to like have funding. Um, we never raised any VC funding or any investments, so we needed a, a token to have some sort of you know, way to pay devs, build the project, incentivize liquidity. And yeah, that's, that's kind of how JunoSwap Juno Swap came about, and then RawDAO came about as kind of the governance layer for JunoSwap. All right, so Juno Swap is the original Dex on Juno. Now, Wind, you guys see an opportunity here. Maybe you could just give us the the gist of how this became a cooperative effort. All right. Well, I guess I can speak. Um, yeah, we were actually looking to build DeFi on Juno. So Wind was governance first. If you the history of Wind basically is we had this vision, and then we started launching the governance tokens. But a lot of time designing governance. And people kind of shoo shooing. Um, that I think turned out to be a good decision. That we launched a governance token first and launched our DAO in September with no protocols. So it's governance first multi DeFi protocol. So a lot of time designing multiple staking durations, vesting contracts, so it can't be dumped very easily. Um, and I think we spent the time to really build a community around it. We've had over 5,000 votes on, um, on a number of proposals that passed recently, which is really cool. Over 10,000 accounts have voted. So we spent a lot of time building the governance aspect because I think before we could actually handle DeFi, we need governance. And so finally, basically, it was in September, we started looking at stuff, started, you know, okay, let's start making a protocol. And as we started building it, um, we were looking at, you know, we need a DEX to integrate with, right? That's essential. And we were like looking at JunoSwap and talking about that. And a lot of conversations in, in, in Colombia, basically, and they're like, hey, basically, we need a better swap. So how can we can work with JunoSwap? But it became clear we need to work somehow with JunoSwap to either speed up the development of GeoSwap or just to build a better DEX. So, I mean, that kind of came from a bunch of people in the community. And we started looking at this and realized, well, let's just grab some other, you know, let's, I think we can do it uh, straight faster and um, started working on building a DEX. And at that point, basically, it came into, okay, like, how are we going to work with GeoSwap? And the conversation in the beginning is, how are we going to do the GeoSwap? How do we make a nice, clean transition GeoSwap? How do we make sure that people aren't burnt, LP holders, raw holders? Let's make sure we can do this nicely. Um, and it was a very good surprise that JunoSwap was so cooperative, right? We were trying to design something that we could invite people into ours without hurting them, right? And um, they'll peers. And so I think with this collaboration with uh, the JunoSwap core team, it's been really, really nice to be able to figure a way of helping everyone raw DAO, making sure it works together well. And basically, rather than trying to you know, bring people over, basically doing merger and acquisition. If you think of that corporate speak, right? Like you have two companies say, hey, we're competing. Well, it's, just, it's more efficient to be together. Let's do one, right? Let's put one machine on, put the people there with the clients and we just do one thing and make sure that, you know, we cash out the shares people have. So the tokens are kind of shares in a way. Um, actually, in a way, in the GenoSwap ones, right? They're voting power, the voting power, right? So the people with voting power will get, you know, uh, voting power the next one, the next DAO. And we pass them along. So that element of voting power just, you know, we carry in. You have a portion of the voting power here, it's acquired, and it becomes part of one greater whole. And I think that's really, really much nicer way of doing it than trying to, you know, um, figure out on one sided tokenomics that will work out in the favor without burning anyone. Got it. And I, you know, there'll be people here that are like, you know, well, I use osmosis. Why does Juno now Juno sounds like we're gonna have two DEXs? Um, Juno needs a DEX for the various project tokens, the DAO tokens, maybe you want to speak to that a little bit, just so people don't think this is supposed to be a direct competitor with, uh, with Osmosis. Yeah, I'd love to. Basically, in our view, every token on JunoSwap should be paired either with Juno or Wind. 
we don't want you know adding HTTP HTTP pairs on there, or whatever listing Terra pairs, or or a bunch of polka dot and stuff like that, right? Like that's awesome. I'm glad. I love Osmosis, right? I think they're like awesome people. So um, we talked about what our place was. We said, hey, we want to be the number one Dex in Juno and the number two Dex in the Cosmos, right? Like. I think Osmosis is a lot of stuff. There's a lot of BD going on, a lot of discussion with the chain, small things. Like what they are doing as the Cosmos DEX, the general interchain DEX, is a great place. And really, it'll be the Juno DEX. So in Juno or Juno related chains, there's some chains are pretty closely associated with Juno, like Stargaze. And if they launch some, you know, experimental Eve chain, maybe. Um, and those, especially all the DAOs, like all the DAOs need a good place to list liquidity. And type them. And so a lot of the discussions on this actually from asking for needs is making it easy as possible for DAOs to get online. And with that, we're launching the DEX, first of all. We have a lot of ideas on tooling for like, you know, bootstrapping liquidity, et cetera, et cetera. Not just this, the, the liquidity bootstrap pool, it doesn't work too well. Um, but other ways of bootstrapping liquidity for DAOs and really get DAOs listed, et cetera. And that should all be native Juno. So it can tie into different protocols, it can tie into the DAO. It's much easier if everything's in the same chain. So it's really aimed at the Juno ecosystem and then really around, yeah, Juno Wind and all the other DAOs on Juno. Um, I'd love to have, you know, DAO DAO listed there, right? I'd love to have this stuff on there. And, you know, they're probably not going to go over, you know, Nedo might try to be the store of value interchain, but most of the Juno tokens are about Juno. They're not really trying to go interchain, right? So we want to go a place for them to feel at home, nice, easy swaps, nice interactions. And that's really, I think, the main focus of this. Um, as well as, you know, we grow out. So there's, you know, the Juno liquidity. We want to hold the Juno liquidity here as the native place. But yeah, we're not, there's all these other ones that Osmosis tries. We're not even going for those pairs. Yeah. And to kind of, kind of jump in on that, I, I, I think that's partially why this, this, this worked out so amazingly well, in my opinion, is that this has always been the mission statement of JunoSwap is supporting this kind of, you know, this Juno community, these Juno tokens, these, these Juno projects. And really building the tools that they need that, you know, first off, everyone needs a DEX. People need trade, they need liquidity. And then building all these toolings and like different DeFi, different DeFi uh, protocols that they need to really become this like thriving DeFi ecosystem on Juno for all these project tokens, for all these like Juno based assets. And that's why I'm really excited about Window is they, they just really have the team, the skill and the expertise to really execute on, on this vision that, that we just weren't, weren't able to. So I think this is really just a perfect match. All right. Do, do you want to talk about the props? Why there are two? I mean, it looks like the first prop is prop eighteen on raw DAO. Uh, first prop seems to address the liquidity pools, and the second prop addresses a multi sig wallet. Maybe one of you can uh, yeah. can, can just get into that. Yeah. So the the main reason there's two is just kind of like to de risk if anything were to to happen on the props, and like not have too many like technical messages on the props. You can think of prop two as mostly just like a uh, you know, kind of an addendum that's just like dealing with some some technical admin rights that are going to make the migration easier. Um, prop one's really the meat of like what's going on here with with, with the with this proposal and with this deal, and and how it's um, taking care of all the different um, uh, stakeholders of JunoSwap and RawDAO. And I think that's something I'm really proud of that we we got here is that we were, I I think able to come up with a really good um, outcome for for all all you know kind of community members within RawDAO from from LPers to you know people in the raw LP pools um, to to the raw stakers, and, and I think that's really great, especially given what has been you know the recent market action of of the raw token. I think this is a pretty unbelievable outcome. All right, and 
and the the migration looks like it's addressed in phases. Can we can we clarify that just in case some people are unsure of what that's going to look like from the LPers point of view or the raw stakers point of view? Yeah, let me explain a little bit. Maybe I'll try to make it simple. Sure, sure. What we're doing here. Um, so thank great question, great question. I'll you know start with a stupid question, then ask me again that question. All right. Um, what we're doing is trying to safely migrate raw to wind. We're trying to migrate the raw stakers and migrate the raw LP positions. The problem is the market is very volatile. If we make some announcement, people can dump raw. And we spent a lot of time thinking about this one, a lot of time, that we didn't want the, you know, people have raw LP. If we say, hey, raw is dying, what's gonna happen? Everyone's gonna sell their raw, they'll dump it. That raw Juno pool will empty out. Everyone that has Juno in that pool will lose their Juno and it'll become, you know, five trillion raw, you know, whatever, 500 million raw and 0.001 Juno, right? Like, we don't want that to happen. That's worst case, right? If there's a panic sale, that's worst case, right? So we want a nice thing and you can't just shut something down. There's no control panel to shut things down now. It's, you know, governance votes, everything's public and the markets move very, very quickly. So we are trying to figure out a way that says, hey, we agree the Juno swap team doesn't want to keep maintaining it. They, you know, we're building a DEX, we're launching it in January. Um, they want to have a nice clean migration of people over there. The raw holders can become win holders. The raw peers can win LPs. peers. Um, no one's going to lose any money. All the raw will be, you know, we give you fair values for all the raw in there. And we don't want any crazy dumps happening on it um, before it goes over there. So the first thing was, so that's kind of the goal of this whole thing, right? And as a whole goal, we spent time figuring out how to do that. So no one got screwed, right? We want to make sure that no one got screwed. I mean, everything's been, the market's kicked everyone up, right? Everyone's been hurting this market. Honestly, we're all hurting this market, but we don't want to make anyone hurt more than they already, right? So we find the fair values, what things are worth. And I actually think we're, yeah, offering a pretty good price um, for that, uh, what we've seen for wind. So the deal was this is we have to freeze LP positions because we want to freeze the raw to Juno raw USC price. We need to freeze it, right? Because if it keeps going, we're too volatile. I say, okay, first you freeze trading that one. So people with the LP positions can just hold there and they get the LP moved over without crazy price action, right? Let's, let's calm it down. And the other is we want to make sure that raw holders um, get something from it, right? So the key thing is if you say, hey, raw is going to be worthless, raw DAO is not going to have any more protocols under its control, and therefore raw DAO will basically not be a, be a DAO with no protocol and have no development team, uh, the price goes to zero, right? And so we're going to avoid that. So we say, hey, make sure all raw can opt into one of two things. All raw can either stay in the liquidity pool, I mean, migrate it over, so the raw Juno turns into wind Juno, raw USDC turns into wind USDC, right, at the proper prices. And the other one, is they can stake it. If you stake it, well, everyone that's staked will get rewarded. We will give you a raw to Juno uh, conversion. I think you have quite a bit of um, quite a bit of uh, of win for it. So if most will stake in, and basically you have a choice. If you have liquid raw, you have two choices here. Basically, you can stick in LP pools, LP it, and we can convert it over as LP positions, or you can stake it and get some you know, vesting wind that can become a wind staker as well and be part of the wind DAO. So you kind of choose whether you want to be an LPer 
or a DAO participant, right? You can get voting power in the DAO or you can be an LP holder and you can choose. And so basically we're giving this voting period time people to pick a side, they wanna do it. Um, if you leave the raw in your wallet, it's become worthless, but you can choose something with it. You don't have to sell it. You don't have to sell it. You can basically put it LP and become an LP, a win LPer, or put it in the DAO and become a win DAOer. Uh, it's your choice. And you want to make sure there's a nice exit plan for it. And we worked out the numbers that made sense for us because, you know, we've seen there's been a little OTC deals of wind already at pretty nice prices. So, you know, there's a lot of uh, low liquidity on it because most stuff's investing. If you looked at it, most things are still locked in contracts. There's a bunch of wind was all locked up. So, um, Anyway, that's what the basic plan here is to make sure there's a nice path for everyone and no one gets burnt, right? Like if you slept in this thing and you had liquid raw that you weren't doing anything with in your wallet, you slept in it, you forget the next five days, yes, you will get burnt. I'm sorry for you guys, but most people there around have been staking, have been LPing, and if not, you have a chance now to go and do one of the two. Once this vote passes, once the vote passes, basically the LPs will be frozen. Um, we will snapshot the staking raw and basically you get one of those two things. So either you get moved over an LPR or you get a staking raw. Good choice. I think choice. too, to, worth noting that we're also going to take care of people who are in the process of unstaking. Um, so like if you unstaked your raw within this last week and you're like, oh shit, now there's actually like something that's a value, like you're still going to get taken care of. So I think it's, it's all around like really just making sure we're getting the best outcome for everyone. All right. So, so, and, and just to be clear, if you're currently LPing, let's say a raw Juno pool, when the liquidity gets migrated, only the Juno is getting migrated. And then the raw tokens are getting replaced with wind tokens in the pool. Is, is that right? Yes. That's, that's exactly what's going to happen. Right. Okay. And, and as far as like bonding periods, is there a default bonding period? When the when the liquidity first migrates over, will people have a choice? Basically, to make sure these they stay over there, um, there's two points. We basically give you wind at a uh, basically the price of the Juno on there, uh, match it with a good wind price, and stick that in there on your thing, and you lock it for two weeks staking. So you'll be in your wallet as two weeks staked, you can, if you want to sell it, you have to unbond it right away and you have two weeks to wait. So we don't want everyone dumping stuff and crazy price action. We want basically the wind price to settle down in the LPs first, and then people can trade it as they want to. But we expect the first you know, week or so of uh, fluctuations in price. We don't want to enter a whole lot more liquidity on that one. And so since most of the people are having wind is bonding anyways, vesting, um, we said, okay, two week bonding period, you can leave it in there and get rewards. You have a nice rewards, both in wind and hopefully Juno soon. Um, the plan is to move a lot of the Juno swap incentives onto the um, Windex. So, um, well, yeah. as determined by governance. Determined by governance. The hope is that. So, there's a lot of hope I, for I, that. We have to I, get. I, I think, yeah, the phrase in there yeah. is Windex is going to propose to the the new multi sig that governs the Juno Juno incentives. Yeah. So we're going to propose for that one. The goal is that um, I think you know. Um, you know, GenoSwap sees that as a, a nice feature. We see it as a feature. Hopefully, other people will see that too as a feature. Um, and we can go for that. So, ideally, we'll have win incentives. We'll have, hopefully, Juno incentives. Um, thank you for the correction. So, that's what we'll have in these pools. And we hope you'll stick in those pools. And we hope this pool stay there, right? And you'll get, you know, you'll get your awards. And you'll have a lot of active development going on. You can keep your LP positions and keep staying there if you're LP holders. Um, and hopefully, have far, far less permanent loss. If... And the bonding period is basically just avoid that beginning point. If you want to, you can unbond two weeks, you get it. If you are 
sticking rod out, we actually give you more wind per, per raw if you're a staker. But that will be also over one year vesting period. So you can stake it, get rewards on that one. It can take a while. But if you're into long haul, uh, you should probably get more wind per raw if you go as a staker. So maybe I think someone else might be able to talk more on the strategy there and you know the rewards. Yeah, um, for two things. Um, before I get into that, I see, I see people uh, raising their hands and requesting to speak. We'll we'll have a segment for questions later. So, um, you know, if you have questions, you have to you have to leave. You can go ahead and ask them in a text format, or you can stay on and and ask them later. Um, this is this will be recorded, so you guys can listen uh, later. But uh, you know, regarding the the raw. Uh, and the the stake draw and the wind uh, to those stakers, how it works is it's going to be 500,000 uh, wind distributed to however many stakers there are and people in the process of unstaking at the end of the proposal. So it's it's like a fixed target. Um, if you, you, you know, users can look at how much is staked on raw DAO and then you know use simple division 500,000 win divided by however many is staked and then you can estimate you know how much one one staked raw will get you um given given you know where we are in terms of time and uh, how long the proposal lasts it's expected that these numbers will only go up over time so also keep that in mind um but that's a that's a very high level overview of how the um the, the staked raw uh, slash wind airdrop mechanism will work. All right. I actually, um, I just, and just to clarify, unstaked raw, if you, if you don't make a decision what to do with it, that's going to be just a token that no longer has a DAP to go along with it, right? I mean, contracts will always exist on chain and the DAO will always exist, but, you know, I don't think if this deal goes through, I don't think we're making any commitments for like long term support of like front ends or, or, or the, the protocol. Can you comment on uh, what, what token pairs will be available at launch besides the migrated pools on, on wind, or is that not determined yet? Um, so we actually have a process. We, um, we tweeted about it a few times and we did a reminder. Um, there, there's a uh, Commonwealth uh, template that anybody could have submitted. Uh, we've got three um, already submitted. Uh, Czar, Aqua, uh, and then one other one that escapes my mind, but we have three so far. Um, and then those are the ones that were submitted uh, before the deadline. Cool. All right. No, there's going to be, there's, there's going to be UI for adding pools, right? And UI for adding external incentives. So if we like launched a really cool, you know, like DAO token, like could, uh, would there be an easy way to list it? Good question. Um, at the beginning, we're having permissioned. So basically, there's um, the WinDAO can add any new token on there. So we want to basically make sure it's stable first and everything is working well before we start you know, opening up the floodgates. Um, the goal is to make it completely permissionless. Anyone can do it. It'd be nice click UI to add these. It'd be nice click UI to add incentives. I think it's a very interesting point we have. We allow up to six external incentives. You know, we assume people will, when you create a pool, you can configure up to six different tokens it can receive for external rewards, right? So you assume everyone will, all the pools right now basically will have Juno and Wind as potential reward flows. Uh, the post-human pool will have post-human, uh, stake easy will have stake easy, for example, right? Like they'll have their own token as well for three. Um, so we assume those will be, um, those will all be there. And, but 
that's what I'm setting up with the permission version. And you can still apply in the first few weeks to another window vote to add your pool to it, list your pool. We want to have a one-click thing where you set this up through a wizard, figure out your pool, and you know, we'll launch that, you know, I don't know when, but in a couple months, a month, two months, we don't have a fixed date. Um, that's basically once the DAO action is stable, we start opening this up to more and more people. Very one click. You can set up not just your pool, but you can set up um, the various external awards you want, as well as start setting up uh, payment schedules on yours. She's okay, I'm, I'm going to put, our DAO will put, you know, 1 million tokens over the next six months to be trickled through to all the stickers here, right? And so you can do that, and that should be a nice, simple UI for you to do all that. That's the goal. The other um, purposes, before I do that, we, there's a bunch of other tokens. So a lot of these are tokens that come on are DAOs or just list, the fresh listing, right? And there's a problem. A lot of these tokens are currently running at, you know, $6,000, um, $5,000 liquidity, and that's horrible. Like, it's useless to pull that little. Kind of, I guess it's not useless, but it's, the, it's so volatile. There's so much slippage. It's not very practical, right? Um, unless you want to sell one token. So we want to help some other tools as well when you do this, along with the um, you know, easy UI to list your pools, should be some nice little helpers to help you bootstrap liquidity in these pools. So we're going to work on a few little contracts for that as well. Um, and that will kind of be a package of not just, okay, you can have a click UI for it, but hey, here's actually a path for the DAOs to get launched with you know, some reasonable depth. And for me, reasonable is, you know, Definitely about hundred, definitely ten thousand dollars of liquidity, maybe over fifty thousand. Do you actually have enough debt? You know, simply be traded. That's great. Um, I mean, I've always thought like the real opportunity for a Dex on Juno is like the long tail of assets of projects and DAOs that are launching. So, having, I think, yeah, it's important to you know have those tools as 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 soon as possible. Like that's that's going to be very important and to help actually you know uh, this. This wind Dex find a nice, nice little niche in the interchain. So long tail of assets. Let's go. All right. I just have like maybe one or two more just curious questions about about the props, if that's okay. And then you guys can, uh, if you want to take questions from people that have been waiting, that's that's definitely cool with me. Um, I just want to, and this is what someone asked me earlier today, actually, if Juno Swap is going to exist at all and serve a lesser function for a short amount of time if there'll be a transition to wind or if this is just going to be migration, Juno swap is no longer going to allow swaps um, or, or, you know, liquidity, moving liquidity in and out. Everything is going to be wind immediately. No transition time. How is that going to work? Yeah. Um, the pools are migrated. We're not freezing any pools except for the raw pool. The only pools being frozen is raw pool and that's to protect raw holders. So this is about helping raw holders. We discussed that, and that was a way of avoiding permanent loss for raw holders. So we're not trying to freeze them as assets. The Hirsch first proposal, and if people don't like it, they don't like freezing, they can vote to move underway without freezing. Their whole freezing purpose is to protect raw LPRs. It's the only things we're freezing, just the raw pairs, not all the other pools, just three pools. So let me be clear about that. I mean, people get scared of freezing assets. This is basically a protection mechanism saying, hey, we're protecting them from permanent loss. We want to make it nice and, and uh, it's just as well. And withdrawals will still be possible. We're only freezing uh, trades and adding of new assets. Anyone is still totally able to withdraw their their bonded, you know, raw LP, withdraw their like raw Juno pairs or any sort of the raw pairs. So that to be clear on what, what the freeze entails. 
okay, and as far as action by liquidity liquidity providers, let's say someone just hasn't been paying attention to their positions, they they go to Juno Swap three months from now, their their positions will automatically be moved, and they're going to have wind instead of raw in those pools. Is that right? Yes, that that that's that's exactly what will happen, and it will be on the the wind windex. And we will include language on, on the on the Juniswap page as this is happening to make sure that people are are you know are aware of what's going on if that case does does arise. So I want to say that the, especially the raw pairs, the ones that are most influenced because being froze and moved over, the other pairs listed on the proposal will be moved over. So basically, the LP tokens you have there will be burnt. New LP tokens will be given to you in your wallet, and those will have the same value, right? So if you had an LP token that was, you know, representing, I don't know, uh, one Juno and uh, 1.7 Osmo behind it, you'll have an LP token with one Juno, 1.7 Osmo behind it on Windex, right? So it's moving ownership of the underlying assets, but we're not taking assets and moving them. So the actual assets, which are Juno and Osmo LP tokens are just basically representations of claims to underlying assets. Um, and those underlying assets will reserve on your claim. We're just transferring which contract controls those assets, but the same number of assets remaining in your wallet, basically, right? So we just give you another voucher, but it's worth the same amount. It can claim the same amount. Um, so I'm very clear there. There's no money like being taken and moved. It's basically, well, the, the money's being moved, but you have the same claim to it, right? Like if a bank merges with another bank, you have a bank account on one bank with, you know, $5,000 in it. And now you have a bank with another account, a different account, a different bank, but still has $5,000 in it, right? It's the same thing when a bank is acquired. And it's basically, we're doing that. It's just a merger. It's a merger and acquisition. So they're merging. We're moving them over. We put the accounts in another, another you know, new contract, but the same accounts are there. Um, the other pools are a bunch of small tail pools still in JunoSwap. And those are all basically below $5,000 of liquidity. Um, we didn't move it over just because we did filter basically on small ones, um, just for practicality. And plugging the UI, not sure if they're actually used. Those people can still trade in those pools. You can still use those pools. You can still trade those pools. They'll still be in GeoSwap. They'll still function. Um, they won't be updated. Um, people then can say, hey, we actually want to use Windex. We can empty our pool out and try to put another pool on Windex, list it, or when it's do, um, you know, a nice UI, you can click do it yourself um, and hopefully be able to have nice tools to be able to get higher liquidity in those pools. Uh, you know, get a little more bootstrapping to get those a little higher. All right. I guess my last question is about the teams themselves. To what extent will Juno Swap team continue to work with Window, if at all, or if if this is just uh, like a kind of a cooperation just to get the liquidity migrated and then go go their separate ways? Um, yeah, happy to take that. So yeah, the plan the plan right now is more uh, to help with the migration and then you know support as we can, um, you know, from any sort of advisor or communication standpoint as, as necessary but you know to not really to have have a big play in the day-to-day -day of, of developing and building window um that's that's the current agreement things may change in the future but that's that's where we're at yeah i mean the biggest um i think assistance we're not expecting data dev or anything there the biggest assistance is kind of you know just a little advisor position so these guys in juno swap aren't just devs they have been running a dex for a while they understand the junior community, they understand the needs, and you know, they'll have a voice and they tell us, hey, hey, people need this, this is important, these people um, you know, want this thing. So I think the important point here is they will not be working on the code level 
Um, but you know, they're also they also included. They're also getting their stakes. You know, their tokens migrated. They're I'm sure they're staking. I'm sure they're staking their tokens, right? So they're also coming over into Wind and be part of the community of Wind. And you know, we expect them to be there as you know, kind of just a nice voice of wisdom in the Wind community as the other stakers move over and all the people moving over from Juniswap, we're very happy if you can share your, your voices, you know, both what worked well and what didn't work well, because I think a lot of you are more in the trenches than we have been. All right, is there anything that we missed that, that you, you want to, uh, anyone wants to discuss? Can we let some people up to ask questions? Up to you guys. Uh, I think at this point, uh, I think the only thing I would just want to reiterate one more time is that, you know, initially our proposal for uh, the migration plan that that Windex announced uh, a couple of weeks ago uh, is describes an opt in plan. So the migration is people select to migrate and the difference of what was recently proposed is an opt out plan. So the default is everything gets swapped over if, if, if everybody's OK with it and then everybody that's not OK with it. Um, they don't want to participate in the migration. They're not happy with some of the terms, whatever it is. They have the freedom to not participate and take their you know, money and do whatever they want with it. So um, that's my final uh, reiteration uh, on that. I think it's a high level overview. And I think at this point, we probably can open it up for questions, maybe like one question and one follow up uh, per person. Cool. Okay, let me go through. I've got some requests here. I guess while we're waiting for the first person, I'll, I'll, go, I'll give my take on this. Um, no, I think this is kind of making the the best of a bad situation, and um, I am looking forward to very actively developed uh, decks uh, on the Juno network, and uh, excited for you know the the features that you know Winds can help build out, and especially in terms of like helping like new projects find liquidity and easily list their tokens and add incentives. Like we all want to earn a thousand percent APRs or 69, 69% APR in meme coins. And, you know, I, I, I'm excited for you guys to make that feature possible. Cool. Yeah. And I think you and I, when we talked the other day, we were talking about these, these project tokens just need a reliable DEX to trade, right? Whether it's a DAO token, whether it's a, you know, rack token, whether it's, you know, whatever, whatever the case might be, they, they need a reliable DEX. Yeah, totally. Um, and it's just kind of a must nav have for the network. And, you know, uh, I appreciate Juno Swap being the, the first decks on the network. But, you know, um, I think that, you know, this is, you know, we couldn't get a better team than like, you know, like the people that really, you know, created Cosmosm to begin with, like some of the best devs out there. And I've gotten a chance to have sneak previews at some of the contracts and they're looking good. It's looking really good. Um, and so I think it's going to be, yeah, you know, I, I, it's short-term pain, but long-term gain. So, All right. Well, first person up, I've got Cosmos King here. Feel free to ask your question. And if you have a follow-up, that's fine. Also, anyone else that wants to request, you could, uh, you could just request and I'll bring people up. Great. Uh, so just a quick question, given like how we're talking about the pain that this has caused for Juno. Um, what is your guys level of commitment to this project and like are we should we expect some like sunny commitment or um also like should we just expect a dex should we expect more sorry i you know i may have just missed these things just uh, not fully paying attention to everything but should we expect more you should expect more than just a dex um let me put it this way i've been in cosmos since 2017 um i started january 2017 coding i'm still here 
right? Um, and one of my dreams in Cosmos to make an impact, I didn't come here to make a fortune. It was before the dot-com boom, the ICO boom, whatever else boom that was in 2017. It was January. I was inspired by the idea of sovereign blockchains and building other meaningful economies. Um, I've been in Cosmos for a long, long haul, just starting there. But Wind, in particular, isn't just a DEX. Um, it's not just a DAO. It's kind of a attempt. The vision behind Wind is beyond that, right? So vision of Wind is making multiple DeFi protocols and sustainable ones. So like a DEX is one of them. And we can look at other things around. So we are looking at things like, you know, staking derivatives or lending protocols or Oracle services, um, stable coins, maybe. These, it depends what the markets needs and what's legally possible. Um, but we look at kind of these various projects that have been around in Ethereum for a number of years, been through bears and survived, and say, hey, these are models we can use, right? So they actually have real income streams. So those are what we're doing. But the whole purpose of this beyond that, so we like to bring in more of this to Juno and beyond, but the main purpose of this is, um, for me, isn't just to produce an awesome DeFi thing, but have a purpose behind it. And what we're doing is 25% of the revenue uh, the generator of these protocols doesn't go to the DAO. 75% goes to the DAO. The majority goes to the DAO. Three quarters goes to the DAO. But one quarter goes to an environmental impact fund. And that fund then is basically angel investment on amazing protocols. So it's like, you know, Web3 style, let's take the moonshots on people doing crazy stuff, like trying to, you know, uh, cap use grow algae to capture uh, carbon or regreen deserts. Um, to use uh, remote sensing to get biodiversity metrics, not just carbon metrics, stuff like that. So um, there's a lot of projects out there. It's interesting to bring this crypto thing and say, hey, let's do something positive to our planet and not do it through philanthropy, but the bigger, the more money people make, the more uh, we help the planet. And so that's a passion of mine also, uh, even longer than crypto. So if I see WinDAO and Wind is, is surviving, if it's working and people actually, you know, are going into this thing, I, I'm committed to it. I want to succeed. I want the money to go there. I want it to grow and grow and grow. And I want this environmental impact fund to be, you know, powered sustainably without donations just by taking a portion of the revenue um, of this increasingly growing ecosystem. Uh, so yeah, I mean, that's what I'm in here for. Um, I, I'm here also to build IBC. Technically, I think it's amazing to see what we can do over IBC. So we're building a home base on Juno and hope to extend other other chains as well. Love to hear it. Thanks. Thanks. Maybe I have one small thing uh, to add to that. At the, at the end, he said something like, uh, is, 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 is wind uh, just the DEX? And I think that can be answered in two ways, right? Like, obviously, as Ethan mentioned before, there will be multiple other DeFi protocols uh, launching. So, to, you know, in, in, that, in that sense, that answer is like, yes, it's going to be more than a DEX. But also the DEX itself is sort of going to be more than a DEX as you are familiar with a DEX. So it's like a... It's like a different way of answering it, but I mean, I would say, you know, almost everybody on the team is pretty experienced with crypto. We've seen the bear markets and especially a lot of stuff that has happened with the recent bear market, right? We've observed what happened with DEXs. We observed a lot of people learned about impermanent loss the hard way, right? <laughs> with the Luna Terra stuff. So we've taken all these things into account in the design of our new DEX. Um, it's going to, and we've teased this before, it's DEX 2.0. Um, so we, we have a final design goal that we're aiming to build towards. That's not going to look like the decks that you're familiar with. So in that, in that, in that regard, the decks itself is not just the decks either. Um, and, and I'll just leave it at that. That answer your question, Cosmos King. Sorry, for sure. Yeah. Sorry, thanks guys. Sure. Yeah, thank cool. Appreciate your question. Uh, Yopster, you're up next. 
Hey, thanks, Joe. Thanks for hosting and taking your time out of your day to have all these questions answered. This is a, this is a tough one today. Um, I've got a tough question for you guys. I'm a big Juno supporter, um, longtime supporter, and um, I'm kind of disappointed today, to be honest. I don't know if you can tell my voice. I'm, I'm very disappointed. And to be honest, I'm not that disappointed in, in this whole concept of merging in general as, how it's, as much as how it's been handled. I think the, where I'm disappointed is, and I'm going to get to my question in a moment, where I'm disappointed most is where we've kind of derailed from the, ethos, the ethos of Web3, where we are supposed to be a decentralized organization. And when you make comments at, like, at the beginning of this, this call, and like that you said that you were you were concerned about the token price so that you didn't therefore you didn't do x therefore you didn't inform the community therefore you didn't ask the community for feedback therefore you didn't put up a simple signaling prop to let everyone know hey this is what we're considering is should we even go down this path or not um that didn't happen we were just kind of all side blinded by this and my me personally um Speaking from my personal, like I was very, very sidelined by this. Um, now that I'm thinking about it and hearing you guys talk, a um, couple things come to mind. One, um, it, it actually might be a, a good play um, to merge and consolidate uh, liquidity and, and realize that there's a lot of big blockchains out there with the liquidity is tight and, and, and low and right now and in the bottom of the bear or the beginning of the bear. Um, so I, I can I can agree with that. Like I could be I could be um, I could be won over if it was just um, more communicative at the beginning. Um, to be honest, I'm very disappointed because this wasn't Web three. And my question here's where my question comes in. Like, how do you, as a team, um, as an individual working on this, how do you rectify the ethos of Web three with the actions? that you have taken thus far in handling this this merge because it, to me it seems like a boardroom right. deal yeah. back we, we, here's here's the snapshot that's been taken and here you go and obviously there's there's a proposal that has to pass um and and i don't know what do we have the numbers on yeah. it as far as like if it's passed or not i haven't it's a great question can i just point something out real quick because i would sure, like sure. you to i'll point out there's like actually three teams that are up here because uh, Juno Swap is not the Juno team. That's a separate from, you know, the Juno DAO. It's a separate DAO. Um, it just has the name Juno Swap in it, which is something people get confused about. And I guess, uh, I guess, are, are you addressing this question to all three communities, like the Juno community, the Wind community, and the Raw community? Or are you addressing like a specific community? Yeah, I'd say all three of you, um, I'm disappointed in, to be honest. And um, I'm going to take, take a step back and, and listen for a moment, but yeah, like I, I wanted to hear each one of yours response to that question. How do you rectify the ethos of web three of why we are fucking here trying to create a decentralized world with how you've handled this merge? Thank you. Hey, yeah. Um, uh, first off, I, I'm, I'm really sorry you feel disappointed. That's not, you know not something you want to feel and something you're invested in and you care about and that's and that's shitty um i think how, how i would answer this question is i i think there really is a big trade-off here in terms of there was you know the reason that this feels maybe 
you know, kind of like a backroom deal is that, you know, I think that's the way this, the, for this deal to come together, that, that was the only outcome. And we 100% want the voice of the community, 100%. That's why we're doing these Twitter spaces. That's why we're going through governance. Like, I mean, that is Web3. We have to do that. That's how this has to work. And, you know, but the problem is if, if we were, you know, and I, I kind of would like to hear your thoughts on this as well. Like if we were to, you know, try to do this deal through the community, try, try to like, you know, really, you know, get people signaling and, and collect a lot of community feedback. Um, we actually might kill the deal with, with, with token price and the economics might not end up working out. So like, yeah, I, I'm, I'm curious how, how, you know, how you think we could have improved this process? Cause I'm, I'm truly sorry that you feel disappointed and that, that's shitty. And I, and, and I hope, I hope you're saying, you know, you're saying, you're thing. saying you're scared of token price. So you don't want to do it the hard way. Decentralized is the hard way. Well, centralized it, is it's, it's not way. just token price. If, if, you know, if token price goes down, it's not actually, it's not about the money per se. It's about if token price goes down, there's no more liquidity on JunoSwap. Therefore, there's no deal to be made. So that's, that's kind of the trade-off there. It's not necessarily about the economics. It's about like, you know, we actually need to have something, you know, both sides need to be getting something out of this deal. And if all the liquidity gets drained, there's nothing for Wynn to purchase anymore. Yopster, uh, I, think you, I think you're muted. Oh, so, sorry. Go ahead, Yopster. No, I think Jake was going. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I totally feel you on this. This has been a really tough situation. I'm not going to lie. I've been very frustrated about like the whole Juno uh, swap situation for months and months and months. And this is kind of like the conclusion. And, uh, you know, I feel like it's damned if you do, don't damned if you don't. Like, I think one of the things that could have been done is just like a normal like vampire style attack, in which case all raw, raw holders would be fucked. Um, and maybe that's like one way to go about it. Uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it's uh, I just, I just want to be better going forward. I feel like this is like the end of an era. And, you know, I hope that this is like feedback that, you know, we can uh, really give to the wins team about like how we want to do things on Juno. And honestly, I think they're like pretty down as a, as a DAO. Um, I don't know. I, I hear you. I, I guess, I guess I don't really have that much response. I think that's like a, you know, like a, a valid, you know, uh, a valid criticism. I, I guess my, my question back, if there was one would be like, what, what should we do instead? Like how, how, how do we move forward? Like, um, is it just that? Yeah. I guess that's my open question. Maybe Ethan also has some thoughts and some wisdom, um, you know. Yeah, I think it's a very valid question you asked. Um, I think on our side, we're relatively transparent uh, for a while. We couldn't have pulled this off until GenoSwap contacted us, right? So we came and said, well, there's a DEX. We'll ask what we're doing with the Geno DEX. We say, okay, we're going to try to get them to migrate. Um, we discussed that pretty openly that we want to incentivize people to migrate. We came up with incentive plans and published them a few weeks ago. Um, these were discussed with our, our Telegram groups um, in Discord, in our Commonwealth. So we've been proposing this stuff and discussing with the wind holders, right? Um, how we want to incentivize people to come over to Windex, right? So this has been discussion. It's not like a hidden thing that we're trying to do this, but you know. Okay, we're going to try to figure it out so we can then incentivize stuff and then propose that to the, the Juno swap holders. We're discussing how to do it, right? We're discussing how to do it in our circles, which is pretty big. 
right? There's you know, 20,000 people in it, something that have staked um, and 10,000 have voted. So it's, you know, it's not private at all. This is our Web3, so our DAO is discussing it. I think what came as a shock is for us, a surprise even um, that the June swap was like, okay, well, let's let's work on a merger thing. So we're gonna make sure that it's not just LPs moving over. We want to make the stake raw is taken care of. We make sure that LPs don't get lost out, um, right? So that concern came in. It's okay, cool. Let's work out a way that made sense. And so um, I think that's when it came a bit more like just core team with core team, um, and then presenting something for approval or, or denial rather than having you know you can only vote yes or no. You're not in the discussion anymore. And I can hear your complaint there. Um, we have been trying to do it uh, pretty openly. Um, the listing stuff, like which pools are being listed, we have discussions on that and opening people to to debate that stuff and vote and the community to discuss which pools they want to be on um, on Windex at launch. So I think there's, we're trying to do that. We're trying to have that web through us. We're trying to get people involved. We've been doing lots of pushing people to vote on stuff and discuss stuff in Commonwealth. I've been trying to force that everyone goes in Commonwealth for definitely at least three, four days before any vote goes on chain to make sure there's actually discussion before that. We have that enshrined in some sort of proposal somewhere. I forget our bylaws or whatever it's called, but we have a proposal, official proposal from the window that nothing should pass if it's not been at least three days in Commonwealth first. So we've been working on that, and that's a very good complaint you have, I guess, criticism you have. Um, I would like to look going forward on that. So there's definitely some strategy ideas that come up in our team. Uh, we propose them, and you know, it was weeks before we actually official vote on Window to give actually the airdrop to the you know, give these bonuses to whatever. And that discussion is being happened uh, in our public. But I understand for Junoswap holders, they were not looking at Wind. This is a bit of a surprise. So I definitely hear that. Um, definitely taking consideration. But I definitely hope that um, you are present in Window and do help keep us uh, decentralized. And we definitely want participation and definitely want public communication in that. I think it's really, really important to have that and shape it to make sure it actually matches, not just the core team, actually goes forward in a way that helps the community. So I, had a, I, I heard a mixed response there between, yeah, that's a good question. And well, we tried. Ah, man, guys, like, to be honest, like my question was more like high level than that. It's like, how do you personally rectify? How, do you think that was good enough for Juno, do you think that of all of crypto, Juno is going to be a leader in decentralization, a leader in DAOs, and a leader by doing stuff like this? Do you really think that this was a good move? Like, are you justifying your actions or are you saying that, no, we could have done better? Like, which one? Like, A or B? Pick one. Don't flip flop on me. Uh, I'll take that. I think that we are a leader in crypto just because Juno is an open enough community where we can like have these like frank and honest discussions. Um, and no, we could totally do better, you know. Um, but like, I guess like how 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 should we go about doing it better? Like, you know, this is stuff's happened. What are we gonna do about it? Um, like Jake, I, like like I said before, like I actually think the idea of merging and liquidity and, and merging the teams is actually a good idea. I'm not, I'm not against the idea. I'm just against the handling of it is all. Yeah. But the handling of it has like happened. So like what, 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 what's to be done to like, like improve things going forward? Like, I, I guess that's, that's, um, that's how I'm reframing the question back at you. I think that. Yeah. Can, um, I, can I just cut in for a second? I, I'm, I'm a little bit unclear. You officer, you're saying that, um, the way this was done, you feel was not decentralized, transparent enough because the token price was a weighing factor on the on the process. Is is that right for for raw token? Am I getting that right? So so, so let me. I've been sitting here, kind of patiently listening in uh, to jump in. 
Yorpsters try to be a bit political about this. I, I'm not going to be. Um, what I'd like to know is the raw team, how many tokens do you still own? And what is the uh, situation around the airdrop or migration of your raw tokens to win tokens? Um, our, our, our raw tokens are going to um, transition just like everyone else's tokens. That, so that's exactly the point, right? So this is a buyout of primarily the raw team into the window. As well I mean, as look, I mean, a, a, a transition, sure, yes. a, a transition for this, other raw token holders this is a, over to win, so there is no price impact for those holders. The, right? the alternative would be the, the, the problem that we're being sold here is that that it's a transition from raw to win. We get that. We understand. I don't think uh, JunoSwap is failed as a dex. I'm, I think JunoSwap serves its purpose as a dex. I think that the development of it, like additional features, enhancements. We all know that that hasn't been as great as it could be. I provided feedback a few months ago, and one thing's been implemented. Cool. There was some effort, not enough for the community by the sounds of things. My problem is, like, this is a buyout of the raw team over to Wind on a token that has no price. Wind has no value. You can't have a buyout for a token that has no value. Okay, like, but that's so, that, sorry. That, I, that's the problem. First off, so there, there seems like there's a lot of, you know, questions directed to the raw team here. So uh, these, these two questions, I'm just going to tangle about what Sir was saying, what Rama is saying. Sir was saying we shouldn't be thinking about token price. And then the Rama question feels like it's very much around the economics of the deal. So I just want to say these two questions feel really different to me. Um, so let's like not lump this together. No, it's, it's, they're really the same. They're really the same, to be honest. Uh, Rama is exactly right. I was trying to be more political about it and a little bit more careful. But sometimes the quick to the point is is important. Because look what, look, what Rama is saying is, you guys pre-negotiated a buyout, like with a token price that isn't a token that's not even traded yet. So yeah, you but... literally right at the end of this conference call, literally said, literally said, okay, that because you were scared of the raw token price, okay. you didn't make, you literally said can that. I, did can, you I clear, did you not? can I clarify Recorded. here, please? Can you let me talk? Go ahead. All right. So first off, it, it's raw token price is pretty much zero right now. So it's, it's. It's, I would say, worth very little at the moment. Um, and I, when, I, when, when someone said, it might have been me, I don't, I, we can look at the transcripts. When we said raw token price, it's not what we meant the token price. What we were really concerned about was the liquidity on JunoSwap. And raw token price going down means that the liquidity on JunoSwap is getting drained. And at that point, like if the raw LPs become all raw, there's really not any liquidity to migrate over because we're just migrating over the non-raw assets. So that's what we meant by raw token price. Sorry to just jump in really quickly. I'm not, just on JunoSwap right now. There's less than 500,000 in the Juno raw pool. Uh, there's 38,000 in the raw Osmo pool. Uh, the majority of the liquidity is in non-raw tokens. So if we're selling this as, hey, we don't want people to lose liquidity and we're going to lose all this money in liquidity because of the raw token price, that's just false. The potential uh, no, risk actually, here is less than a million dollars. We're, we're selling this. No, yeah, the, the yeah. selling point there is that we want liquidity on Juno to be on an actively developed deck. Our team is not delivering. I'm going to be very honest about that. We, as you said, we have not shipped features. Okay, so if, if that's happen. the goal, right? If that's the goal, I, and I understand that, let's look after the token holders. Uh, give the option. I, migrate, I, I would say the team gets zero. You don't get a one-to-one airdrop. We want to look after the Juno community. We want a actively developed, world-class Dex on Juno. That's incredibly important for the success of Juno. 
And that's what we're trying to get here. Because JunoSwap is not cutting it. We're not able to build. We're a team of two that's burnt the fuck out. And we want a, we want a Juno eco, DeFi ecosystem. And it needs an amazing DEX. And we think Wind is in the best position to deliver that. Okay. I don't want to hop on this too much because I feel like I'm like, we've spoken before, Ben. You, you know how I operate. My biggest problem with this is like we're being sold one thing, but at the end of the day, it's like a buyout for a team that failed as a protocol. That's my issue. And that's, that's, that's fine. But like Wynn's paying for that and they want, they want to pay for that. Is that, is that a problem? So I don't know. I honestly say I'm not so close on who's taking what. I assume the team does not have percent of the voting power. I really, really hope so. No, and they, they, have have most of of the they have most of it. And, and to be clear, you can buy as much raw as I have for like $10,000. Like raw is very cheap and you're welcome to join on this buyout. So I say I don't know. Uh, my, my assumption was, you know, if the team is holding 10, 20 percent, okay, majority, 20 percent of the voting powers in the team, okay, they get 20 percent of that. So when we're giving the stakers their tokens, the majority of that is going to the community, right? Of course, the team gets some, whoever has it, whoever's raw stakers, raw staker, we're looking at it. We're not whitelisting black any raw stakers. So um, that was our, our approach. And, you know, we've also, our team is about 20 percent of the voting power on Windows. Um, among multiple accounts, right? The entire team together has about 20% of the voting power. We can't even hit core on my proposal without getting the community to vote on it. So, um, so yeah, I'm saying that this is my assumption on it. I've not been so involved in Windows politics. I'm also unsure the two things of the DAO. Um, it's funny. Um, I've seen often people complaining, but the one hand is the DAO is how active are people actually doing things. So a DAO says, okay, we have a bunch of voting and just saying things, but if there's only one or two people doing something, um, wh who's a DAO, right? What's a dev, DAO without a dev team? So I think those go hand in hand. And if there is a disconnect between those, those are two different entities. And so the DAO can choose not to do something, which is totally cool, but they can't really choose to do something that involves technical changes without the dev team. So the dev team basically says, we're burnt out, we're not building anything anymore. So you're welcome to keep win raw DAO as is, and you're welcome to move over, right? So you can make that choice, but they can't really, wish an active develop Juno swap because you have an adept team to do it. So you can only have two choices basically. And you have a yes or no now, right? So you take, you do that or not. And if you all vote no, if you really don't like it, you can vote no. Um, and that's no saying, hey, we just want Juno swap to be independent and be a non-maintained DEX here. Or um, no, we want to negotiate different buyout rates. And that's totally cool. Um, the actual airdrop is not we we meant we write it there. We're committing to it, but the the code is not in there. So I mean, if if you, the point is there's a big no and there's a big community and you have a commonwealth and want to discuss that, you want to have different rules for airdrop, and that's what Juno Swap wants. Then you know we can we're open for that, right? We're open for how to distribute it. We figured we every raw stake would get it, every stake would get it. It's fair, but if that's not fair, um, we're totally open for community to give input to that. Hey, can I, let me just jump in. I, I've been listening to this very closely, and I'm not I, I am not per someone that you know is on Commonwealth really at all. I think I've been on there like once, but I definitely, I definitely get what Romer's at, what Romer's getting to, right? You have a team that's admitting that they did not, you know, meet the task. They're getting something out of this deal, whatever it might be, however many tokens they have, they're going to get matched with, uh, with win tokens. Right. But the other thing is part of, part of what, what I don't think anyone, anyone's mentioned is that, 
that's a consequence of the team having common interests with the community. So rather than the the team getting to walk away with everything, they, yes, they're getting to walk away with their personal stake in the in their in their ecosystem. There is a there is a common interest here. So you're not going to have one without the other. You're not going to be able to migrate all the liquidity of the of the LPers and cut st- other stakeholders out of the deal. You know, piecemeal, right? So I th- I definitely understand what Ram is saying. It seems like they're getting they're getting let off the hook. I guess um, I, I don't follow the. Uh, Really, I don't. I don't LP on Juno Swap. I stake Juno, and I really don't get involved in most of the um, governance stuff. I skim them, I vote, and I move on. But you, you officer, your your question was. I know. I understand you were asking about the um, the token price, but maybe as as a final remark, what do you think that that answered your your concern? The exchange that just happened. Um, nah, nah, not even close. You want to do one more follow up because I I do want to let um, young Brendo he's been waiting the longest to speak. Can I, can I just yeah, read, let's, yeah, let's can someone I, else, let someone uh, else answer, ask some questions for sure. I I need to stew on this for a minute. Uh, sure, sure. Yeah, well, we're well, just doing. I'm just going to reframe. I think the issue here is that you know people feel um, the Juno Swap team is not delivered, and you know they are maybe like frustrated that they're they're getting. It like they feel that they're being bought out, um, and I think uh, Ethan like uh, like pointed out that we do have forums for like you know discussing this kind of stuff. Like, um, you know, this is still in the proposal phase. There's still a chance for DAOs to come together and do DAOs things and or to do DAO things and make the voice of the community heard. Um, and so yeah, I just would say like you're not happy about like the current state of things. It's not happened yet. You know, and we still have DAOs and we still have these amazing like democratic tools for voicing change. Uh, change. I will say like, you know, I guess, I mean, kudos to people for trying to think of like the raw stakers and those token holders. Um, you know, I think uh, the wins team maybe isn't as familiar with everything that's happened with Juniswap. Um, but, you know, I do give them credit for, you know, obviously it's good to like move over, over liquidity, but I, I, I think it's also good to think of about the other token holders, even though it's really difficult. Um, yeah. And, and I just want to say like, you know, I, I mean, I've been working on Junosoft for over a year. It's, it's, you know, been a lot of work, a lot of stress. It's been, it's been, it's been hard. And I, I you know, I've, I've loved a lot of it. I've hated a lot of it. And, you know, I'm at this point, honestly, really burned out. It's, it's been hard. And, you know, I, I think we have, you know, not delivered up to people's expectations. Um, we did at one point, we're running the second biggest decks in, in Cosmos, which I think was pretty cool. And I think we've, we've made a really, I think this is a really good transition to what I think is going to be a world-class decks. And, uh, you know, I, 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 I want, I want, I think in these t- tough times right now, and where, you know, when token that, you know, crypto's in a bear market, when all these things are going on, like, I really think we need to come together as a community. And I think, you know, coming up with these deals where we can, you know, seamlessly transition to what's an exciting new project. I think it's a really great moment for us to kind of come together and, you know, move Juno forward and make Juno what we all think Juno can be. And, you know, I, I guess that's just my message. I, w- I would like us to, you know, instead of being divided as, you know, prices go down, let, let's, let's come together and, and make, you know, everything better and build this really great ecosystem. Can, can I just ask one more thing before we go to young Brendo? Maybe you can give a quick answer if that's possible. Um, 
uh, Romer asked something about the um, how how little liquidity, uh, how how little raw liquidity accounted for the total liquidity on on Juno Swap, and how that was a major concern with draining yeah. liquidity. If uh, so, let's say. So. Let's say raw got gets dumped because of some bad news or whatever deal fell through, or waiting too long and in, in, before you could make a deal in the first place, raw gets dumped and it goes down, you know, eighty percent from where it is now. Yep. Is that go, that will affect the other pools or or it will not? The well, pools well, that don't involve raw. Yeah. So I'd like to take this one. Um, it's also sure. a security risk, and the, the price is actually really important. And right now, it's not in an ideal situation because. If you look at how much raw is staked in the raw DAO and you calculate how much money that's worth, it's like under $200,000, right? There's $6 million plus, $6.4 million of liquidity on raw DAO. So like, I mean, that's risky because someone could just, I don't know, spend a couple hundred grand, buy a bunch of raw, stake it, have more than 50% of the, the vote power, and then they could do whatever. I mean, you know, like we don't want to do that, obviously, because we want to, you know, think of all the stakeholders involved. But the longer this goes on unsolved, the you know the, the longer that could be a potential attack vector for someone else to go do that and that's not good for you know anybody all right i i appreciate that and uh yeah i mean i get how some people are not going to be 100 percent satisfied with all the answers hopefully it could be an ongoing conversation but i definitely want to get to two other people that have been waiting and young brendo thanks so much for waiting like the last 15 20 minutes i appreciate that yeah, for sure, man. Uh, first of all, I want to say thank you to everybody for y'all's time here today to discuss this. It's been a challenging matter, I know. Um, but ultimately, you know, most of my questions were answered between Rama and uh, Sir. So that's nice to hear. You know, I, I know wind is not actively traded, so I was curious what the price would be. But at this point, looking back on it, you know, I'm just happy to get anything. Um, it does say beta on the site, which I get that. But I wanted to see if if we have raw positions, I've about had about a grand in there. Is it just me here? Can anyone hear him? Can you hear me? Hear me? I, I could hear him. I think it's just you. If you want to leave and come back, I'll give you the mic. Okay. Um, my my uh, I guess my last question that hasn't been answered. I went ahead and unbonded from the raw SE Juno, raw Juno, and raw Osmo positions, but I still kept my liquidity in there in hopes that it might come back up and, and negate some of that impermanent loss. Will that be included in the snapshot, even though it's not bonded? Uh, yes. So I'm going to clarify. Everything in liquidity pools, whether it's bonded or not bonded, um, will be counted. They'll move over. And we'll find who the person is. This is us you know, writing the migration script to figure out who the owner is, whether it's staked or it's not staked. The, everything LP has moved over. And everything that's in a raw pair will be rewarded, you know, redeemed, whatever, redeemed for raw for wind. The staking, Dr. about the staking the raw DAO. So the ones you have to be staked in is in the raw DAO. So either it's an LP, staked or unstaked, or it's staked to the raw DAO, or unstaking for the raw DAO. But it's like in the raw DAO contract. Um, the only thing is if in your wallet, nowhere else. If it's not in a contract, then it's not getting redeemed, but can be basically redeemed either by leaving LP or leaving a staking contract. Either way. Okay, awesome guys. Well, I'll keep it brief because it has been a while, so some other guys can ask their questions. But thank you all for your time. Thanks, man. Thanks for uh, thanks for waiting. Um, v, you're up next, and I have no more requests for Mike, so maybe we'll make V the last one, and then we can wrap it up. Is that cool with everyone? V, you get to close it out. Hey, man, that's amazing. Thank you very much for letting me up. Um, I don't really have a question for Vinda. I think Rama. And uh, yeah, still 
pretty much covered everything. However, I was just wondering where the Juno sub subcommunication DAO, the communication sub DAO, fuck it. Yeah, the communication sub DAO was wondering where they are because if they're not here, how are they going to communicate to the community about what's going on? I just really think they're slacking. I mean, we already have the Juno source sub DAO here. We've got Rect News here. I think yeah, the well, communication sub that really need go, to step up the game. Live on, quite live disappointing. on change at some point, you know? Uh, I'm going to put up the, or we're getting up the prop for the soft sub. Sorry, I think uh, Jake didn't realize his mic was on. Uh, v, you can continue. Oh, wow. Thank you. Thank you for that, Joe. Thank you for muting the source. Everyone needs to hear you, V. No, I was just saying that they're slacking quite a bit. I think we might have to, I mean, we had a, comment today on our proposal to say that maybe there's no need for this source of DAO and you guys can carry on doing what you're proposing to do. I think the subcommunication sub DAO can continue doing what they're already doing instead of putting down a proposal and funding and everything. I mean, we've not even asked for any funding. So it's quite disappointing to see new community members come into Juno and then someone to just comment that you can just carry on doing what you're already doing or to start doing that. Um, but no, uh, just wondering where the communication sub DAO is quite disappointed to see that they're not here and they're not going to be able to communicate to the community about the latest updates regarding WinDAO and uh, everything else. I think a proposal might need to be put forward to dissolve them. If this kind of thing continues, they really need to know what's happening with the community. Uh, what's going on, they need to be grounded. It seems like they're high up in their offices somewhere and uh, uh, they're gods and we're mere mortals and they don't like to associate themselves with us. But yeah, that's, that's it. A great, Thank you. That's a great point, V. Uh, I'm looking at the, the raw Dow tweet from 20 hours ago. Okay, exciting news for the raw holders. We're announcing a plan to join. For, announcing a plan. When the proposal below passes, these types of ter the words used in this aren't hey we're a DAO. Would you what do you guys think of this idea? We should pass it, right? Those words are hey, it's already done. We decided it. You're gonna get an airdrop. Congratulations. Now shut up. Anybody can respond to that. Or nobody. I mean, I don't want to end the place on a on a I mean I mean your officer, I mean at least your officer, it's one of the few props that you'll see on Twitter, if you want to be honest. I mean it's at least it's on Twitter is what I would say. I've been the last couple of weeks, last last week or so, just like looking at governance and everything is usually tucked away far away from Twitter. But yeah, the, I mean, the wording is always on Twitter. Wording is always you have to be very specific and, and all that. But I I, def, I I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. But I'll let one of them respond for sure, because it came from uh, official channels, it looks like. Uh, I didn't put up that tweet. I just wanted to say I'm just going to be really glad when this the era of Juno swap is behind us. I'm looking forward to the future, man. So much. Uh, and regards to the subdow thing, may the best subdow win. You know, let's uh, let let game of subdows begin. I'm looking forward to that. And and you know, Jake and everybody else that's here. I think the reason why we're having these conversations and why it seems polarizing when really this is just how how we discuss things. I think Cosmos and maybe specifically Juno. They're so far ahead on governance compared to other chains, and they just don't have these conversations. There's no model to follow, right? We're, we're blazing a trail. If you're part of Juno or part of Cosmos in general, 
And I think we're going to just hit all these speed bumps before everyone else. And maybe they seem catastrophic, but I, I really don't think they are. I, I, if you zoom out, literally zoom out, this is just one prop of many. And maybe 50% of them you're going to like and 50% of them you're not going to like. And that, that's just how I look at governance right now in, uh, in proof of stake. Yeah, I think we're like the only like, you know, chain that like really just has like actually really brutal and honest discussions about stuff. Like everyone else has like enough of a core team and marketing department to like put on like a, a shiny face where we don't like talk about this stuff. And here we are as a community and we'll just like actively shit on each other and be like, you know, everything fucking sucks and it's not decentralized and like everyone's calling each other out. And you know what? It's kind of painful, but you know, it's, it's also beautiful. That's how you move forward. You just got to have the real talk. And I really hope that that's something we keep as a community is just having the real talk keeping people accountable it's not that it's it's not that it's not decentralized jake it's not decentralized enough and that's constant struggle and that's a tough it's it's constant struggle yeah totally i I agree with um it's a constant struggle not something can i can say so i like a government like decentralization i think decentralization as a word is often used as a um uh to hide issues right it's like a is not the goal is not decentralization. The goal is community involvement, right? They can change other things. There's no, uh, we have no one point of failure. They can censor everything. We have community involvement. These are more valuable things. Centralization, everyone calls it centralized. You know, it's kind of used as a buzzword in some ways, right? So I think what I'm hearing here, you know, is really about one more community involvement in this. And I would love to hear from you your experience of, you're saying this is not how Juniswap is, this is not how Juniswap is. Explain to me how other, you know, I didn't make this proposal to swap. I was not involved in communication. I assumed the Juniswap core team was communicating with Juniswap and the way you guys usually talk. I don't know how you talk. Uh, we only work out the wind communication um, with the community. So I'd really love to know what you guys expect, how you guys, and, you know, if we're going to be inviting you into the window, um, we can learn from you too. You know, we can learn different styles. So how would you like to be engaged? What, how are discussions usually handled? Um, in raw, do you have medium articles? Do you have Commonwealth? Um, how do you do Discord forums? Um, how do you usually discuss stuff um, for Juniswap governance? Sorry, was that for your officer or just a, a rhetorical question? For I want to learn. I want to learn. So, so I hear there's a lot of frustration here about this is not handled like it should be handled in Juniswap. And we commented how we handle stuff in wind and try to have these Discord, uh, these Commonwealth discussions. And we have a lot of discussions on our Telegram channel as well. Um, and, you know, there's some things to discuss before we release them, but most of the plans besides that one have been pretty open about discussing stuff and getting feedback on it. So, you know, we're not perfect. We're still very young. We're just at a launch and we're trying to really, you know, get open communication with the community. So I'm curious to what I can learn from Juniswap, which is a more mature platform and their engagement over the last time. So I'd like to learn from these people that have been complaining about the communication is give me an example of a, a better communication that we could use as an example looking forward that we should emulate. Hey, yeah, uh, sorry, i just jump back up. Um, good question, right? Because I think uh, if, if the plan is, and it seems like, you know, we're, we're going to migrate over to wind, I think, uh, as the, the, you know, the new people on the block. Uh, I think uh, in this particular circumstance or situation, I think it was kind of uh, perceived as being pushed upon the, the DAO and the community, which is always tough. I think, you know, uh, have, the, have the discussions. I think the, the articles that we've been putting out are really good. Um, spaces like this is like, one of the best ways to communicate like informally obviously like um having open discussions like this like hey we're thinking about doing this what are your thoughts get some feedback and uh running multiple of them uh you know time zones and 
days of the week and that sort of stuff is always going to be tough. Um, but just, yeah, like having open conversations and uh, presenting ideas that the community can then have buy-in on and, and you know, therefore vote on and uh, have weight in the discussion and the outcomes is really important. I think uh, the raw DAO is like a, a historical thing, really struggled to get that buy-in um, uh, and engagement on the DAO itself. And I think primarily due to like the auto compounding nature of it. Um, so did, did we lose him? Yeah, I, th I think we lost him and I had some feedback. I just muted it and, un and unmuted everyone. Romer, we lost you about 15, 20 seconds ago. Oh, he, he's disconnected. He's disconnected. I just want to say a couple of things. I think, you know, you know, we obviously understand the importance of communicating to everyone and decentralization and, you know, the Web3 ethos. But I think this was said before. And, you know, this is all a relatively new thing. If we look at, you know, traditional corporate governance and controls, those have been around for literally hundreds of years and optimized over time. Uh, this, you know, this DAO stuff, it's been around for less than a decade, right? So um, there's obviously bumps along the way. Um, but given the, given the circumstances, right? And I, and I mentioned this before, if you looked at how much staked raw there was, it's like right now less than $200,000 with over $6 million um, on the decks in, in liquidity. That's a huge risk. So that, that puts us, and I say us as a collective, in, in a tough spot because we want to make a deal. We want to get it done and we want to get it done quickly. But we also don't want something very malicious to happen. And currently the conditions are ripe for something malicious to happen, right? And we don't want that to happen. Um, and, and again, I mean, that's, that's bad. A, a big, you know, attack like that would be bad for everyone in Juno. Like that would be, you know, like something like that would affect every project that's running on Juno and, you know, and be a blemish on the ecosystem moving forward. So I think as Steven's saying, really important to prevent that from happening. Yeah, sorry. Um, classic Australian internet. Um, whenever you decide to have a conversation, uh, it rugs you uh, when it's important. And I can sit here for hours and shit talk, no problems. Um, uh, yeah, I'm not sure where you kind of got up to, but um, yeah, I was mainly saying like just just like present ideas and and get buy-in and engagement from the community is really important. Uh, like in uh, the the formal medium articles and that sort of stuff is great to like present stuff and then. Yeah, actively engage with the community through, you know, spaces. And uh, if you've got like a Discord, like obviously promote that. And if you're engaging through that, fantastic. Um, yeah, just just a lot of engagement. And it's it's tough. Like we, we like to think that we're being heard and uh, engaged. And if you can, you know, uh, take on some criticism and uh, listen to some ideas, like we have crazy ideas. Uh, some of them are good. Some of them are absolutely terrible. Um, people just like to uh, to be listened to. And I'm sure you guys have got cool stuff that we haven't heard about yet. So. Uh, you know, promote that and talk about all that sort of stuff as well. Yeah, yeah I definitely. Um, I, sorry, I definitely think Twitter Space is a great place. It is a little bit of a, you know, an ongoing conversation. There's never been a Twitter Space where like any problem gets solved in an hour. It's always several Twitter Spaces, and then usually like 17 other problems come out of that one that's solved. But uh, I think maybe you know we've got we've got eight we got eight speakers up here. We got eight speakers up here. Officer, I'll let you go first, but I'm going to let's do this. Let's do this. It's been going on for a while. And uh, like I said, this will be an ongoing conversation. Starting with Yopster, then Rama, then V, then young Brando, and then all of our co-hosts. 30 seconds, no FUD, 
close out the uh, the spaces. What it could be a what did you learn? What did you get out of the spaces? What do you think for the future of of wind and Juno? You also you get to go first. Oh man, no fud, huh? Okay, so don't be no like fud. You, you could you could fud my DMs. You could fud my DMs. Direct the answers and like get the answers. Oh, look at you trying to be a host. Okay, well look. So let me make my point here. For every one of us, Rama and I, B, etc., who is willing enough to come up here and ask questions of these big brains and critique some of your ethics, there are a hundred that were or a thousand or more listening that did not come up here to ask the question, but are thinking very, very similar thoughts. So not trying to be, you know, overly critical here, just saying, keep that in mind. I don't think that Rama or I or V or anyone here discussing are outliers. In fact, I think we are relatively decent representations of the community is the community's response in terms of how this has been handled. So just keep that in mind, bear that, bear that thought, um, realize that there is not just one sir, there is many sir cosmos and we are all watching. And I, again, I'll thank you guys for your time and, and willingness to, to answer our tough questions, but uh, this isn't over. I was just about to say that was actually really constructive. No fud. And then, and then this isn't over. Sounds like a threat. All right. Juno fud space after this. And it's going to be great. Juno fud space. I won't be there for that. I can't, I can't have fud. I can't have any more fud. Romer close out 30 seconds. What'd you get out of the spaces? What do you see for the future of wind and Juno? No fud. Yeah, cool. I just want to firstly say, you know, obviously uh, Ben, I came on pretty harsh with you and the Juno team. Uh, I, I've worked with you guys previously to try and get some feedback and uh, implement some of the changes like the community and, and you know, we wanted to see. Um, thanks for your efforts. You know, being the first decks on Juno is never uh, easy. Being the first anything on Juno is never easy. We're a tough crowd. Um, so yeah, I understand it's hard. It's been tough. Um, thank you for you know, building it and putting it in. Um, wind, uh, you got big, big boots to fill. The communities, we're, we're tough. I think you guys probably have the ability to deliver something really good. Uh, I'm also looking forward to a, a nice competitor to come along to challenge wind, you know, keep everyone on their toes, uh, you know, make Juno great again. And uh, I think lastly, I think, uh, you know, uh, the Juno community, you can see like on these calls, uh, there's, you know, heaps of people here, like it's people around. Those of us that are here now, like we've got to ask the tough questions and like set in place the, the process and the policies that we want to see. and uh keep keep calling it out and uh, if you don't want to speak like feel free to dm me i'll i'll generally push forward any question that someone has uh, and i'm happy to be the the guy that most people don't like because i do it um looking forward to the future cool thanks rama v what did you learn today uh, i just feel like Rama stole my homework and said what I was about to say, especially with the ending line that I don't mind being that person that everyone hates. Uh, but no, good, good luck, Wind, with what you're building. It's not going to be easy because you do have a community that's uh, very critical and it is a bear market. So uh, don't take things too personally. You've got a community that's really invested and they want to see, uh, they're all bag holders and they do want to see 
their bags pump at some point and you know succeed in terms of decentralization uh, i'm not sure if anything is truly decentralized and uh, in regards to what i would like to see i would actually like to see the communication sub sub dao actually be from the community and be involved on really really disappointed i've already mentioned it but it's quite disappointing to see that they're not actually here. It just shows that they don't even care about the community. They're supposed to be here uh, talking about communicating how the community feels, like the, what Rama is doing. It's not Rama's job. It's the communication subdao's job to talk, to ask the, ask the difficult questions. And uh, they're not here. I mean, still not here. I mean, I called them out and I was hoping one of their friends would DM them and tell them, guys, get your ass over here. But they're, they're not here. We're really disappointed and they're getting paid a lot of money too. But anyways, looking forward to building on Juno together and may this, the best subdao win. And hopefully we'll have plenty of source for the next next few months at least. Thanks, V. I appreciate that. Uh, Brenda, what do you have for us? <laughs> yeah, man, I think, you know, the constructive criticism is absolutely essential. And what Rama and Sir and everyone else is bringing to the table is, you know, certainly a community thought consensus. And, uh, you know, all we can say is Juno is basically the playground of the Wasm. And, you know, FUD's at an all-time high. And the amount of development in the cosmos alone is absolutely outstanding. So, I mean, Juno's pioneering the way for so many other protocols and things that, you know, Raw tried and perhaps failed, but now wind is taking notes from, you know, there's gonna be protocols down the line, you know, like Corium, for example, that's gonna learn so much from the things and take notes from the things that you guys do for this, for this, uh, this groundbreaking technology. So I'm excited for the future, man. And uh, Juno to the Muno for sure. So, sorry, sorry just, 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 just a little defense for the Juno communication subbed out. Um, Max doesn't speak publicly because he's a non, but he, he is in this chat and is listening. So I just wanted to point that out. Cool. Um, if any of the co-hosts want to say anything else, feel free, and then we could uh, we can close this out. Yeah, I want to say thank you all for listening to the plan. Um, and it sounds like you know the main criticism was the communication style, which definitely is a uh, good to learn from you guys how to take it forward. Um, what I got basically is a lot more communication up front, no plans, just talking, talking, talking. Uh, the other community is down with something before doing it. Um, so we feel involved, especially large large events at school. I heard AMAs, everyone's AMAs. We've been doing most stuff on Telegram, uh, Medium post and discussion on Telegram, discussion on Commonwealth and Medium posts of our ideas, which are a little more thought out. Um, I haven't really been so many AMAs, but if that is how uh, it's done Judo Swap, we can do it. Um, but yeah, looking forward to, uh, to seeing more participation too. You know, criticism is always good uh, as long as it's constructive. Cool, Jake? I'm so stoked for the future. Uh, you know, I think spaces like this are great. It's good to have real talk. You know, it hurts sometimes, but you know, it's just better to have real talk and get it all out. That's how we move forward. Um, I'm really excited though for for Windex, and I'm really kind of also excited to put put the, this era to a close. Of like, you know, um, I think going forward, honestly, we're really lucky we couldn't have a better team. Like, um, it's. Like they're like we're actually gonna get the features that we need to like really build a dex that's right for Juno, you know, just like again that long tail of assets. How do we make it so that new projects can find liquidity? Um and yeah. Um 
you know, I'm just glad this, this, we're kind of moving to a new era. And uh, yeah, I, I just love the real talk people. We gotta, we gotta keep this up. I, I do think it is, it, it is kind of what, what makes Juno like special is that we can all come on these spaces and just like have real talk. Um, but honestly, uh, could not be more excited for, for Windex. And, um, you know, I think, uh, regardless of communication things, like, I think they've gone about this, like with a good intention to like, not like leave raw holders completely in the dark. I will also mention that like, there's still Commonwealth for raw. There's still the raw DAO. There's still, um, the, uh, winds DAO. So like, you know, if things aren't exactly as you like, like join the communication channels is like listed earlier and get your feedback in, put your ideas forward. Um, so yeah. Cool. And you know, maybe I should have mentioned this earlier because there's, there's definitely a lot of people in here who don't know me. Uh, I, you know, I have a YouTube channel and I got to talk to Ethan and I got to talk to Jake in the last couple of weeks. And I was previously just not interested in governance really at all. And just talking to these two guys made me realize like just how different Juno is built. Obviously, there's a lot of opportunity, but there'll be those hiccups and the, the speed bumps and all that because we're in uncharted territory. And definitely in the in the last, like, I would say 10 days, I've been just turning my attention a lot more closely on Juno, but also Dow Dow, how Dow's are set up, how the different sub Dow's are set up on Juno. And just, you know, just talking to these guys got me wanting to be more involved hopefully if you've, you're on the spaces for this long you're in the same boat as me or at least uh you're you're even more interested in how governance work and making the, the protocols and the, the chains work for everybody but i definitely appreciate you guys thanks for uh letting me ask you a whole bunch of noob questions on youtube and also today when we were making the uh the announcement i really appreciate it yeah no it's been great i love your show everyone should go subscribe right now um, and then I think I'm also going to actually host a Juno FUD space now because that sounds fun. So um, right after this one, it's going to be great. Um, but yeah, thanks, Joe. Uh, thanks, Wins. Thanks, Juno Swap. Thanks to the community. Thank you, everyone. Yeah, it's, it's a new era. It's a new year soon. Let's fucking go. All right. Thanks, everybody. Thanks. And uh Talk to you guys after the holidays. Have a great one if you're celebrating, traveling, all that. And uh, we'll, we'll come back to another governance argument after the new year, I'm sure. Thanks for checking out another episode of The Ether. That was Cosmos Joe hosting the Window Juno Swap Liquidity Migration AMA discussion chat. Recorded on Wednesday, December 21st, 2022. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. And if you want to keep listening, head on over to TerraSpaces.org slash donate and show some support. Watching these debates like what a bunch of noise When the illusion of choice outmaneuvers your voices No one really knows what the fuck is going on here Sitting in the bunker, waiting for the all clear It's like we're getting steered towards the motherfucking iceberg Captain all drunk deciphering where the ice lurks And we thought 
2020 was gonna be a nice year Living with the plague like Who brought the mice here? Try to think of it as another simulation Game full of bugs but it's still fun to play It's like we're aliens Beta testing earth Digging in the dirt Trying to earn a little girth The beast is silent when it defeats the riders Living outside trying to meet this virus If you wanna watch it all burn from the sky rise Delete the science and increase the righteous Living like a jerk Return to feed the worms Vibing like a tree just breathing out the words Be careful outside, them police is violent Feeling like I finally earned some peace and quiet Down to eat a little piece of pie first Trying to be the fat kid you least admire Feast of fire when the beasts of burden Are getting all bored but at least we're certain We found the imposter living among us Fussing with hunches Another big chungus bludgeon Don't worry the fungus will clean up the guts And get us to function on fleeting assumptions I'll see through the rust from rush to rush Hour stacked up like a bunch of junk So hush your muck before we stuff your luck And break your fucking neck to this like Bust a bust, bleeding impulsive, the meeting controls it when breathing corrosive, no eating the bullshit, feeling the worth like it's gonna be a good year, now we're all tired, stop treading on the work here. Terror Spaces.